0: Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities, so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello beautiful. I am so excited to talk about soulmates today. It is a common question when I have readings with clients. A lot of them want to know where their soulmate is or when they're going to show up or why they haven't shown up. And So I thought it would be helpful to talk about it a little bit to perhaps help some of you who are struggling with this area in your life. So... If you think about soulmates, so there are 7 billion people on the planet, somewhere around that, or a little more. 7 billion people. 7 billion souls plus. So you I hope that you can at least be open to the possibility that we have more than one soulmate roaming the planet at the same time that we're here. We have many soulmates. And... So, some people get, like, stuck on the whole, uh, you know, they've heard the term twin flame. That's the one, the ultimate soulmate, and that everything is perfect and beautiful and just amazing. When we find the twin flame, you know, it's like, da, 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 nothing can ever go wrong. It's this beautiful space. Well, I, you know, some people who do the work that I do believe that, or teach that, or preach that, and I actually don't believe that. Um, And again, I, you know me, I'm going to tell all of you, you take what resonates with you, and you leave what doesn't, even from me. You know, I can only teach what I have experienced, or what I, yeah, what I've experienced, or what I know for myself to be true. I can't teach you anything else. And so some of us do have different ideas or different takes on this, but twin flames, So I believe that sometimes twin flames come together so that they can heal together, so that they can learn to have kindness, compassion, forgiveness, unconditional love for one another. It is a, it's like a soul recognition. You know, it's that feeling, I know this person, this is a deep connection, and you'll feel that for several different souls, perhaps. I mean, maybe you run into one soulmate this lifetime, and you're married for 50, 60 years, and that's beautiful. That's the way your story was written this time, or that's the way that you had set up. But for others, they may go through several soulmates. So... I often tell clients, if you, I'll always ask them, so what is it that you're looking for in in, a, in your soulmate? And they don't even know where I'm going with it yet. I just ask them, so what is it you're looking for? Or what are you, you know, what are your, what's your list? Do you have a list of what your soulmate needs to be or do or act or whatever? And they always have a list. There's some, like either, you know, I want them to be fit or I want them to be heavier or, you know, I don't want them to be, too tall they have to be this height they need to have this kind of job they need to make at least this much money they need to have had no relationships before me or they need to have had 10 so that they can have worked through their sowing their their oats like they need to be spiritual non-spiritual they need to um, never have drank a drop of alcohol in their life or they need to like to go out to have beers like everybody's got their lists And so they tell me the list thinking, honestly, they're telling me the list thinking, okay, this is it. She's, you know, we're going to talk about why my soulmate hasn't shown up because she's going to tell me who it is. I've given her my list and now she's going to come up with a name. I swear. That's what some people, and sometimes I do, but here's the more common thing that happens. I will look at, I'll tell them, are you freaking kidding me? When we have our lists like that, you have a list of how your soulmate is supposed to show up. Do you honestly feel energetically? Because we're all energy, and it's all energy we're projecting. I said, energetically, do you think anyone would be attracted to that? Like, A soul is going to feel that energy of she expects or he expects all of that, either one, he or she. They expect all of that from me? Well, screw that. Like, I'm going to go over here where it's going to be less difficult. I don't have to actually show up to be this pleaser of this person. So the first thing I do is I... I help my clients realize, okay, you got a list, and the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is tear the damn thing up. We're going to tear it up, burn it, whatever. you got to get out of your list because I said you are missing so many opportunities to meet some really awesome, awesome souls here. You're missing opportunities to have fun. You're missing opportunities to laugh. Yeah, you might be missing some opportunities to get hurt, angry, whatever, but those are also opportunities that we have to grow and to heal forgive move forward move on let go but when we have our list and we it's like putting an armor a vest of armor over you don't come near me <laughs> because I'm not gonna let you in unless you fit this list right here so get rid of the list Now. Michael and I, I truly feel that Michael is my twin flame. I do believe that. Maybe we have more than one twin flame. I don't know about that, but he's my twin flame now, and I'm owning that. I'm loving it, and it's amazing. It wasn't always amazing. All right? We got together. We both had stuff from our past. We had baggage. We had shit that we had not healed, and we brought into our relationship together. That's what we do. We bring in the stuff that we have carried since either childhood or our relationship in our 20s or then our relationship in the 30s or our past, our relationship that we just ended. We bring all that stuff in that didn't get healed. And then we get in this beautiful, fun, new relationship. You know, we don't, we don't, we haven't tapped into all the the murky waters yet because we're just on the surface having fun and, you know, getting to know each other's body and, and Likes and dislikes and all that kind of stuff. And then when all that newness starts to wear off and we have our own shit inside that we have not healed, those old stories, those old wounds, then we start looking at our partner like, I don't know if he's all that. I don't know about this now. Hmm. Well, he does that and that. I don't like that. That drives me crazy when she does that. Um, We start in our minds, in a way, start this little story of, why aren't you making me feel better? Why aren't you healing me? Why aren't you loving me the way that I need you to? Like, we start, here's our list, our conditions, right? But all we're doing is projecting our own crap out. So, when I finally realized that, and I realized that that's what I was doing with Michael, probably more than he was doing with me, actually... To be honest, we, I didn't realize it to, though until we separated for several months and I moved out of the state, out of Pennsylvania. I moved to New York. And I realized while I was gone that I had to heal my own stuff, that I had been carrying it, you know, it was involved in our relationship the entire time. So whether, again, it's past relationship, mother-father issues, um, stuff you did as a teenager that you regret, like anything. You really have to get real. You have to get true. You have to say, why is it, you know, what, what's inside of me that I have not healed yet that I'm expecting this other person to do? Because it's not fair. And honestly, we will just, you know, we set ourselves up to either hop from relationship to relationship just waiting for that one that's gonna show up to heal all of that, or we shut down completely because we've been hurt enough, or we've actually hurt others because we could not allow them in all the way, and we will shut down completely and then just not have any relationship. And then we start building that list of what our relationship or what that person's supposed to be like. And probably the most important thing that I did besides healing my own stuff, which is not always easy, I'm telling you. There's a lot of tears shed. There was cussing. Imagine that. <laughs> um, lots of Epsom salt baths soaking out all the, I don't know, toxins that I had created, That the emotional toxins. Like there was so much me re- for me to release. But the biggest step for me was when... You know, Universe brought Michael and I back together. We did not orchestrate it. It happened. I literally, I swear, the Universe said, I, I just look at it as we had to be separate to heal. Like, we had to be apart to do our healing. So that when we came back together, it would be like so amazing. And what I call a power couple. There are a lot of power couples coming together. And okay, maybe power couple equals twin flame. I don't know. I haven't been told that yet. So I'm just calling it power couple and what but one of the biggest things that i did for me cuz it's so many of us grow up and we find it so difficult to say look i'm sorry or i know it was me it was my fault it was this or that and i told him i told him when i you know while i was away i said i reconnected with someone from my past but it was to show me that that was not going to work this time that that relationship truly was over and that I could let go of all of the guilt that I carried it was actually my ex-husband I carried so much guilt about divorcing him while he was in Afghanistan I carried so much guilt about everything I had done while we were married while he was away I carried so much guilt that I had self-loathing just eating me up inside and I brought that into my relationship with Michael So when I did this time away, when we broke up, and then my ex-husband came into my path again somehow, again, crazy thing. It was the universe saying, boom, here's the next thing you need to do for your healing. I realized that um, I I could leave that situation now, and I could leave it without the guilt. I was able to forgive myself. I was able to let it go. And I was able to cut the cords to it, period. I was able to send him off, ask the angels to watch over him, help him, help him find the love of his life, help him heal everything. And then waiting for the next step, you know, telling the universe, okay, I'm ready for my soulmate. Let's see, where's my soulmate? I'm ready for my soulmate. I don't have a list, I'm just ready. Boom, Michael and I reunite. It just happened. So the biggest thing was telling Michael what I had done. Look, while I was away, I connected with my ex-husband, but I realized now I had carried all of that into our relationship and I was sabotaging us. Like I stepped up and I told him I am the one that was sabotaging us. I'm not going to say he was a little um, little angel through the whole thing. (laughs) He had his own healing to do, but it didn't matter. It wasn't like I had to say it and then go, hey, do you have something you got to say to me now? Like that, no. I said, look, I healed my shit. And I feel like I'm ready to move forward now. Like, I feel like a new person. I can come into this relationship totally different. So we did spend um, some months apart. I don't even remember if it was four months, maybe four, five. No, I don't think it was five, maybe four. But it has been almost two years, I believe. Yeah, year year and a half, two years. Amazing. It is amazing, 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 amazing. So, if I would have had my list about what my soulmate had to be like, I can tell you this. When I first met Michael, if I would have had a list of what I thought they needed to be like, I would not have gone out with him. But there was a pull on our heart. Like, when we met each other, there was something. It was strong, and we couldn't let it go. He was different than anyone else I had ever dated. Like, totally, I swear, like, the totally opposite. Um, but it was just, there was just, it was just so awesome. And so I realized now, thank God I didn't have a list. Like I didn't have a list. I just wanted love. So take my advice. If you have a list, maybe, maybe tonight, today, whenever you listen to this, you should just destroy the list. Give it to your angels and guides and say, all right, I'm just ready to love. I'm ready to be open. I'm ready to allow myself to be vulnerable because if we can allow ourselves to go out and be vulnerable instead of you know some people say well what if I'm setting myself up to be hurt and I say well what if you're setting yourself up to be loved like never before like the universe is mirroring you all the time tell the universe I'm ready for love all right don't say I'm open but God I hope I don't get hurt again this time Embrace the process. Be open to new, different, unexpected, someone different than you ever thought. Or they might be exactly who you thought it would be. Just be open to whoever. It's time to grow together. And it's OK if we come in a little, what some people call broken or damaged. I don't. I actually used to call myself broken years ago, then I'm just broken, because I felt broken. But now I know that Michael and I came together so that we could learn forgiveness, understanding, compassion, kindness, and unconditional love, like we leaned into unconditional love with one another. All of those emotions, all of those things, we grew in together. And I am grateful for everything because it has made us such a strong couple. All right, my loves, I am asking the angels to surround you, hold you tight, help you find your way, and help you open up to the amazing love that is all around you. Be open to your soulmate, whether it's one or a hundred, okay? Don't get stuck on numbers. Just be open for love. All right, and I love you. I want you to feel that I'm sending love to you. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com to connect with Julia on a more personal level. She offers a variety of programs to help you continue on your spiritual journey with grace and ease, including spiritual boot camp, the BLC monthly membership, and her one-on-one coaching programs. There is something for everyone.